Welcome to hashtag WYSIWYG Daily News with your girl at Flip This Tweet on Twitter or Courtney Driver in real life. Today, the subject of the hour is know your worth. And don't forget to add tax. Why? Because if you don't, nobody else will and you'll get screwed more ways than one. Physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, you name it, you'll go through it because life is not fair. Life does not care how you feel. Life is like a robot. It is programmed to uh, give out what it receives. So if you input to the world for it to treat you like a piece of shit, it will in return treat you like a piece of shit. And therefore, if you also teach it to treat you like a um, doormat, then life will treat you like a doormat. And this goes on and on and on in different ways and different things. And um, that's logic. And uh, just to put this into perspective, um, what made me start to think about this was one of the um, stations on Anchor that I just finished listening to, and I highly suggest you go and check it out. It's called Bad Yogi. And I believe the lady, the woman, the yogi, <clears throat> her name is Erin something? Now, <laughs> my middle name is Erin, and obviously I believe this or perceive this as a synchronicity from his mightiness or the creator or the spiritual dojo in control of my life. Um, but yeah, besides stupid little small things like that, I really, really, really love the message um, that she's putting forth, which is basically um, a lot of us can, you know, s like lose the race before we even begin it. And obviously, life is a marathon. We all know this. It's not a sprint. Um, but I know from personal experience that a lot of the times there was a couple of people that I knew that were friends that were doing yoga and what have you and balancing life and being Zen and everything. And I would look at their body and it was like perfect. It was finely tuned flute, if you will. <laughs> and not that I was ever huge, but I wasn't like this semi borderline anorexic look that kind of is with the majority of, um, yoga people. And that's great, like I'm not here to knock anybody's body type, but for me, and as she points out on her site and in her teachings, is that uh, this is not something that everyone can understand. And so it kind of discourages you before you even start. Similar to how um, when you look at people who have accumulated wealth, you're like, well, I don't come from a family of wealth. Um, no one in my family has actually acquired wealth. <laughs> so how am I ever even going to do this? Um, and I don't even know how to do it. Like, I don't even know where to start. So let's just not start at all. And um, what I like about her message is it doesn't matter about being the perfect yogi. It's just about starting to be a yogi and to just be in the best, best possible health um, set that you can be in. When this kind of relates also to money, uh, wealth acquirement, aspect also because people who have accumulated wealth or have become successful in their industry and whatever is that 
um, what blocked them in the beginning was trying to accumulate, <laughs> like say, a million or a billion dollars overnight. Like that doesn't happen overnight. You have to. It's like building a muscle. You know, you have to practice each day. And um, so basically, is that when you get rid of trying to acquire wealth and you just figure out what you can provide to the world at the best of your ability, and then you work on that ability daily. I think this is kind of um, mirroring the same type of motivation there. So um, I would highly suggest that you go uh, check it out. If you want a link, um, you can go click on the link in my anchor bio. Uh, this won't cost you a thing, but it may or may not provide five cents to hashtag W-Y-S-I-W-Y-G. <laughs> so anywho, hope you have a great day. Ciao. Bye-bye. <laughs> Part three, back in black. What? ACDC style. <laughs> All right. So to pick up where I left, left off is, um, yeah. So basically I went to bed one night not being a mom and I woke up the next day being a mom. And um, basically a lot of life situations that define you or encourage you or just, I don't know, make you or break you of who you are, right? They usually happen all at once. <laughs> and this was one of those moments. And um, now in retrospect, I mean, I'm not even one year in with my baby, but uh, just the seven months already has been so eye-awakening and um, reflective and I think, not I think, I know actually that having a baby has really amplified uh, my strengths but it's also completely amplified my weaknesses and um, I think that in order to be the best person that you can be is that you have to um, just be accountable and you instead of like before I used to blame everybody or everything for my thing like I would as they put it I was a keyboard warrior and I to some extent I still am but I'm working on it and basically is I would live and I still do so this is like a hard daily thing that happens anyways <laughs> is um like I'm mostly, mostly uh, in front of the computer and this is something that I actually vowed that I would, I'm not going to even say it, but I used N-word, N-E-V-E-R, but uh, that would ever, whatever, um, be someone who is stuck in front of the computer or work from home or did this or do that or whatever, but with time obviously things have changed and um, yeah. Usually what we run away from the most, especially in our careers, is actually the things that we should be running towards. Um, for instance, when cryptocurrency came out, I was running away from it because I saw all the, the harm and the damage that it could do. Um, but now as I'm getting older and uh, I realize the importance of money and security is that I'm actually running uh, towards these different things but uh, to use them for good because irregardless whether I think they're good or bad is that they're going to happen so if they are going to happen I want to be a part of the the equation and try to balance and check it as much as possible 
all right so enough about cryptocurrency <laughs> oh my god all right so yeah so um basically is that i think that a lot of us at one point in our life or another we go through something traumatic and it completely changes dies rips tears apart the fabric or the found yeah the fabric of who we are and uh, sometimes we take those pieces and we put them back together and we make a quilt and then we wear them as proud as ever and continue on and then other times is that uh, we have all these pieces of fabric of ourselves on the floor and we don't know how to put them back together because we don't know how to sew we don't know where to get the material or whatever um, and then there's some other times when it's that we start to try to put the things together um, but then we're either missing thread or dye or what have you material and we, we don't have money to buy more so we kind of just stop um, Anyways, there's a lot of different things. Basically where I'm going with this is, is that when these things happen to us, whether they're traumatic, whether they're, I don't know, um, being raped or being um, like killed, not killed, but like almost being killed um, or being an abusive relationship or being alcoholic or drug addict or anything of this nature I mean or you could be losing your parents at a young age or 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 or, or like the list goes on but basically is that we can really as cliche as it is is that we can use it to define us or we can use it um, I like I like the quotes basically um, you can either choose to be the victim of your circumstance or you can choose to be the creative of your circumstance but you can't be both so this is gonna be um, number four <laughs> stay tuned what's up hashtag WSIWYG daily news hashtag this hashtag that it's your girl at this tweet on Twitter at anchor pretty much anywhere on the internet um, so getting back to what we we're talking about this is installment number four this one may even be 30 minutes <laughs> all right so um, back to what I was talking about um, which was what was I talking? oh yeah okay um, squirrel <laughs> all right um, basically it's a quote that I like I don't know if I said it or if I read it somewhere I don't even remember but basically it's uh, you can either choose to be the victim of your circumstance or you can be the creator of your circumstance um, and I spent about 30 or 32 years of my life being the victim of circumstance like when different things happened to me um, I was always kind of um, feeling sorry for myself like oh my god like why did this happen to me and then like cry and then um, what have you and then have a chip on my shoulder and then not trust anybody and so on and so forth and then just automatically assume the worst in people um so yeah so and to give you a little thing i heard one time it was this parable about wolves um and you'll see where i'm going with this <laughs> but basically it's or it's dogs okay so say two dogs um, we're in the forest and now there's one dog that goes into the shed and he walks in and um, 
he comes out and he's like smiling and wagging his tail and everything like this. And then uh, the same dog, uh, not the same dog, the other dog walks into the cabin also. And uh, this time though, this dog, he comes out of the cabin and he's completely grrr, like grizzling it out. Like he's grrr, so like upset, and kind of looking like just shuffled and everything. Um, now, what happened between these two times when the first dog went in and the second dog went in is that the cabin was filled with mirrors, okay? So the first dog who walked in with a smile saw like a thousand dogs smiling back at him. And the second dog who was like um, not smiling was kind of like suspicious and everything like this saw like a thousand suspicious, angry, kind of intimidating dogs looking and staring back at him. So this put him off like Kelter again. So basically how this all ties into life, right, is that this is the exact same way I was going through life. Like I was that second dog, like I was like just about everything. And then, like, I would just get that back because, like I said, the universe is not fair. It's just a mirror. That's it. It's just a mirror. And it's just there to reflect your current situation. That's why there's people that come into your life for a season, a reason, or a uh, season, a reason, or a lifetime. And uh, think of it like a tree, right? Is that you have uh, the tree trunk roots, you have the tree, and you have the branches. Now, the people that come into your life for a reason, those are the branches. Like they're just there to show you and indicate to you like what's going on in your life. Similar to how like during the seasons they change. Like um, you know, sometimes you have green leaves, red leaves, uh, you have snow on the leaves. Like this is all indicative of the time period that you're in in your life. Like are you in the summer of your life? Are you in the winter of your life? Fall, etc. And the fact that they're branches is that sometimes you can mistake them for lifetime people um, because they resemble the wood of the tree or the roots, but they're not. They're there to whip you into shape <laughs> like the branches are able to do. And um, yeah, but if you depend on them too much in your life, uh, you'll see that they'll just break and leave because they're not meant to be there for your lifetime. They're just meant to be there to guide and help you right um and then also uh for okay yeah so the branches are there for a season so there's some people in your life for, that are there for a season um the brand the uh, other things okay this is definitely going to turn into a number five stay tuned <laughs> countdown begin to the fifth installment Hashtag W-Y-S-I-W-Y-G Daily News with the girl at this Tweet. Installment number five. I can't believe we're going this long. May do this more frequently. I kind of am enjoying the song. <laughs> Alright. We all know how poor my rap skills are. But I'm pretty badass when it comes to looking at shit and <laughs> giving you a different perspective. So I will metaphorically tap myself on the back for that. <laughs> and don't think that I'm being, um, uh, what's the word? Not, I'm not trying to sound cocky. I'm just, it's taken me a long time to be able to appreciate the positive in myself. And I'm just hoping to inspire you guys to 
Um, find the positive and the, your strengths in your life too. Um, because I think one of the most powerful things I was ever told when somebody says a compliment or something like that is just say thank you. That's it. Like somebody says, oh, you have great hair. Don't be like, oh, this old hair? Like, well, I haven't washed it in three weeks. No, just be like, thank you. That's so nice of you. And continue on. So anyways, back to the point of what I was talking about is that people come into your life for a season, a reason, or a lifetime. And we all know this. It's a very well said quote. But I just wanted to break it down a little bit more because that's just what I like to do. I like to flip shit around. And um, so... Um, I was just discussing how branches are the season. You can go back to the previous podcast to hear that, um, but it should be all connected into one big podcast now. Moving on to the trunk of the tree. This is for a reason. Um, and reason is people who come into your life and connect you to things. They connect you to people. They connect you to experiences. They connect you from point A to point B. They are intermediary in you being with the people that are only temporary and you being in with the people who are necessary and there for a lifetime. So yeah. And you can depend on these people. These people, sometimes you don't even know them that long, but you, you, like, you know sometimes you, you meet some people and you have a sense that you've already known them or that you do know them or that you just will vibe together very well. Um, so these people can be like a trunk. They are people that you could depend on, um, but uh, they're not lifetime people. They're not like you can count on them, they'll be there for you, but they have their own journey. Um, just like you have your own journey, your journey is in the uh, veins, the trunk of the tree, the roots. The roots is the word I'm looking for. <laughs> um, so yeah. and. Then lastly is that obviously we have lifetime people. Now lifetime people, if you're lucky enough, is a husband or a wife or a wife or husband if you're gay. Okay. Um, or a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a significant other or just somebody to bear witness of your life. And another lifetime person is if you have a child or children. And after that, lifetime children, uh, lifetime people can include friends or family, um, but a lot of the times, um, friends or family are disguised very well. And this isn't to be mean or anything, but um, most family and most friends are branches or trunks. They're not. Um, they're not lifetime people. Um, so yeah. So. With that in mind, is that, you know, in order to survive, I mean, you, a tree can have so many pretty uh, leaves, you know, but if the roots are sh like dying or dead or not there or just cut down, that tree is not going to last for a long time. Um, whereas on the opposite, the, the flip side is that if a tree has no leaves, none whatsoever like um but it has a strong roots and strong foundation is that it will uh thrive and strive and um, continue to live uh, fruitfully for a very long time if necessary um, and this is proof when it's winter time 
Um, brr, 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 brr. This is going to be a six part or I had no idea it's going to be this long, but <laughs> I got so much shit to say because it's been a long time. All right, stay tuned. #WYSRWYG family. It's daily news time and we are actually at <laughs> the uh, fifth installment. Not the sixth or seventh. I don't know what I was smoking. <laughs> Obviously, high off life. Um, but yeah. Mm, so just to go on, I'm pretty sure this is probably going to be the last installment on this subject today. Um, but yes, talking about seasons, reasons, lifetimes, uh, body as a temple, um, treating it like a garbage can. Uh, trauma from childhood and basically choosing not to be a victim of your circumstance and choosing to be a creator of your circumstance. This is by far the two different uh, mentalities of people who are successful um, by society standards and who are unsuccessful by society standards. Now, do not confuse this with happiness because happiness is not tied to money. Happiness is tied to your own well-being, your own um, mental capacity of dealing with your past, present, and future, and your trauma. It has nothing to do with money because there's people who have um, no money who are completely happy, and there's people who, ha who have money and who are completely unhappy, um, and vice versa. You have people with no money who are unhappy, and you have people who are... Uh, with money who are happy and you have um, just a whole bunch of people so money is not a, a lot of people are like money is the root of all evil no mm, why you're pursuing money or how you deal with having it or without it is um, your own personal hell that you're going through um, from lots of different things so yeah so basically getting back to all of this how it's all tied together because I tried to just give you a a small little recap of all the other episodes podcast for today regarding this situation all right is that very not very recently since I've been pregnant and since I've become a mom I, I always have this and I've always had this kind of feeling like okay you have to seize the day and life is short and you don't know what tomorrow brings you so kind of live life to the max today but this is like amplified for me anyways, as a parent, I'm always kind of, oh, sorry, oh, excuse me, I'm always um, in the back of my mind, I'm like, legacy, legacy, like I'm trying to leave something for my baby, because, um, yeah, like, I think it's all part of our human DNA that we want to know that our time and our reasons for being here were for something like nobody wants to die and be like well yeah I was a complete waste of of a skin suit or uh, earth meets whatever um yeah so and it's like that Beyonce song like I was there or I was here and it's basically that like everybody wants to know um that they're leaving their mark in some way and I really really truly only believe you can make a mark when you know your worth because when you know your worth and that you know that you're worthy 
then that's when you can step up to the plate and you can either teach, preach, or say whatever it is to people and be a lighthouse and shine your knowledge or your information to help other people, to stop them, say if their boat's out at sea and you've already done that journey from them crashing into rocks or mountains or what have you. And I think it's an obligation and a duty to do so. So as many people as I can inspire to find the good or refine the good back in themselves, um, I hope I do so. And um, because there's nothing, nothing sadder, and I know because it's happened to me, is, uh, you know, like people say, oh, you know, he or she had such a fire in her eyes and where to go and stuff like this. Or on the flip side is that you're like, wow, that person's like on fire. Um, and I really, truly don't think there's anything more tragic is that when somebody dies, um, if the, the light in their eyes has died long before that they actually do. And, um, okay, this is gonna be a six-parter. I just can't. Hashtag W-Y-S-I-W-Y-G Daily News Number six. This podcast is going to be forever. Alright. Um, so getting back onto the whole legacy uh, time is of the essence and everything I previously said is that I don't know if you've ever heard of the movie Fallen with Denzel Washington but at one point in the movie there's this guy he's headed to um, he's on his way to get electrocuted like I forget what it's called the Green Mile or something and uh, there's one song that he keeps singing to Denzel Washington and it's like time is on our side yes it is time is on our side anyways i haven't seen this movie and for god only knows how long like i came out in 1998 i think i saw it in 1999 and for a good straight hmm, what 15 years uh 15 16 say 16 years i haven't thought of this song at all 17 years and weird because I just popped into my head this week and I've kind of been avoiding it because it doesn't like I don't I don't like <laughs> the relationship it has with that movie it makes me think of that movie and it's a creepy movie but at the same time it's a real movie and it's you know basically he's like saying and 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 sharing that energy with Denzel and Denzel's trying to figure out his life whatever um, and will I go to hell? I have no idea. I hope not. Um, but I know that if I had to go to hell in order for my baby to go to heaven, then I would definitely, definitely do that because I feel like for all the things that I have screwed up into my life, um, and as cliche again as this sounds, is that really the only thing that I did do right is have him. And I just want to protect that for as long as I possibly can because obviously I am not perfect and I hope that I don't screw it up, but um, the law of averages <laughs> is against me, so I just want to try to postpone that screw up um, for as long as possible. Uh, anyways, I have no idea what's going to be, but anyways. 
we all try to be the best versions we are, but we usually don't usually say the right thing or do the right thing at the right time. Sometimes. I'm not talking about all the time. If you do the wrong thing or say the wrong thing or <laughs> do the wrong thing all the time, then you're an, you're an asshole. <laughs> and I'm probably completely attracted to you on a side note. <laughs> Alright, this is getting too personal. But to keep it not so personal, but personal is I wrote something, this was this morning on Facebook under a picture of my baby because um, Facebook or some call it fake book can be overwhelming. Like I get overwhelmed. I probably want to quit or deactivate my Facebook account at least five times a year because <laughs> I just see streams of people getting married, uh, people getting uh, houses, people doing this, people doing that. And um, not that I'm superficial, but it's only natural that sometimes this stuff gets to you and you kind of, there's a quote, it says something like, don't compare other people's uh, movie reel to your behind the scenes. And so I like to keep it real on Facebook. <laughs> and I probably get unfollowed all the time. And I really don't care. Um, because if I don't leave my mark somehow on the world, then I will just die with all these thoughts inside my head. And I would like to think on the flip side is that there's some people that can benefit from my ramblings of a crazy lady who's gone through the things that I have. So with that said, I will be obviously making this into a seven part series and then I swear to God I will shut my mouth for today because I feel like I am making up for the couple of days or weeks, I don't even remember, besides yesterday when I posted but before that I, I was on a little bit of a sabbatical. Not a sabbatical in real life, just a sabbatical from Anchor, um, putting other stuff together. So yeah, this is going to be a seven-parter, but I promise seven will be the last because seven is my lucky number. And it's probably yours too. Stay tuned. Hashtag WYSIWG Daily News with Courtney Driver, aka F up this tweet on pretty much anywhere and everywhere on the internet. Um, so just to put this whole thing to a wrap and to end one thought out of a billion that are in my head and maybe or maybe not in yours also is I'll just end with something that I wrote last night on my Facebook and I hope that when my son gets older that he's able to read this and if not I'll just hopefully refer back to this posting is this is what it goes it goes it's amazing how such a little person who can't even speak, can't even walk, can't even fully give a hug or a kiss yet could fill my life with such tremendous and enormous levels of joy. I would literally starve so that he could eat. I would, if needed, walk on a million pieces of glass so that he wouldn't have to feel an ounce of unnecessary pain. I would spend an eternity in hell so that he would live and die in a state of being in heaven because he has, without even knowing it, already done all that for me. I do not even know how to begin to say thank you for this insane blessing that has literally dropped into my lap, or my stomach to be exact, but I'm trying every day. I'm trying to be a better person daily. It's hard, um, but I'm doing it. I don't know how many relationships I've lost with people over the last year or two. How many nights I've spent awake just praying and game planning how to make this little dude's 
dreams come true and how to avoid him having the same life start I did. I want him to play lots of sports and have lots of friends and have, have know how to ask for help or just how to come to me for anything, to know that I love, respect, and am proud of him for everything, his ups, his downs, his small or large growth victories or his growing pain fails. I will always, without doubt, hesitation, or consideration, choose to put his needs and wants above my own. His will being is without a shadow of a doubt probably my one and only purpose or redemption song left to sing on this earth and world i'm one of the biggest losers ever i've pushed away more people than i can count either on purpose or by accident i have made a complete ass out of myself so many times i'm beginning to lose count and in brackets and parentheses, thank gosh, ever since becoming pregnant, the ones I make now are sober and small ones, because I'm pretty sure the counterbalance ones before having a baby are all maxed out. <laughs> I've created broken homes, and I've also rebuilt one from the ground up. I am the farthest thing from perfection, and I actually take solace in my imperfections and wear them like a blanket to keep safe from the judgments I feel people think of me softly under their breath. But I unfortunately don't know how to be anyone else. And you know what? I've tried and it wasn't any fun. <laughs> so while I'm, my life continues to unfold before my eyes, as undoubtedly yours will too, I just wanted to say I'm truly sorry to anyone ever that I've hurt. In my wildest dreams have only ever wanted to live to have a family, a white picket fence, and 2.5 plus a 4.0 GPA type of kids. But somehow, somewhere, I fell off the horse or the wagon or the planet because as of late, I pretty much spend time with my baby or myself. And while this is magical and wonderful and both, I would truly like to grow and expand even more as a mom and a parent and a human and as cliche as it is, conquer the world and take him everywhere or anywhere his heart or imagination can dream up. But in order to do so, I have to conquer myself. I have to rewire or break about 32 years of hardwired programming in my brain. Like, everyone is out to get me. Money is evil. I'm not good enough in any capacity and never will. And that in order for people to like me, I have to get drunk or bend over backwards for them to see my worth. But it's funny how when you treat your body like a temple, how quickly your standards and outlooks change. And there is only one thing I can express or paint a picture of of how being a mom now has changed my life. It's that having something so pure grow inside of me and be that that keeper of purity at a time when in my life I thought I had nothing left to give and that I also ironically didn't deserve anything better than alcohol, junk food, or cigarettes to nourish my mind, body, spirit, or soul because I just viewed myself as a human garbage can and nothing else. Well, now I understand the quote paraphrasing it, but only those whose veins are planted firmly in hell can ever reach the tips of heaven with their branches in the wind. And for that, 